Dateline September 25th, 2011. Boy, it's a little quiet in here. Did anybody see Grant? I, I can't kick this Australia desk off without Grant. Where is it? Control room, control room. Yes, sir. Where is Mr. McHeron? Where is he? I don't see him around here anywhere. He should be here by now. I sent him a memo. We've had no sign of Mr. McCarran today. We'll keep you posted. This is an outrage. <laughs> the guy cannot keep an appointment. I told him we're going to record early today. <sighs> All right, look, get him on the line, would you? Find him. I don't care where he is. Just find him. Okay, wait one. Well, I suppose we can get the planning screen uh, ready while we're at it. Let's see. Can we talk about Tiger Airways again this week? Can we listen to the airplane geeks and listen to how they picked on us last week? Unbelievable. Okay, we have Mr. McCarran on line three. Hello. Uh, g'day, buddy. What are you doing? Where are you? I thought we were going to record early today. Oh, mate, I'm still out here looking for my credibility. Oh, mate, you sound a bit upset. Are you okay, buddy? Oh, you know, I, it wasn't fair last week. They all picked on me. You make two little mistakes. I mean, you oh, know, no. I could get away with that I bloody know. Washington thing. But, you know, it's, I mean, this from the country, I, I think the Americans can pick on me about place names when they can start spelling Arkansas right. You know, Arkansas, I'm looking at you. Yes. But, um, I mean, you know, that, that whole thing about saying that Virgin was part owned by Singapore, you know, yeah, I got a bit carried away in the whole conspiracy and forgot that they own part of Virgin Atlantic, not Virgin Australia. Oh, well, right, they're very naughty for picking on you, and I've told them to be well behaved this week. They won't. Look, come on into the studio and we'll get this recorded, hey? Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll put Qantas's credibility down and I'll, I'll, I'll look for mine later. Okay, no worries. And make sure you put those rose coloured glasses on. We don't want to disappoint our fans. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, just, just give me a moment to blow my nose and I'll be in. <laughs> okay, all right. <sighs> Poor old Grant. I mean, they did pick on him last week, but that's all right. I mean, the main thing is that they weren't picking on me. Ah, look, a triumphant return. Hey, kids, it's Kremen. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I think it was better when he was outside. All right, Grant, come on, take off the cape. I said the glasses, oh. not cape. Oh, come on, I had to get back into the hole. I'm good, routine. <laughs> hey, kids. Oh, well, lucky lucky you were somewhere close. You must have been sitting out there in the car park. No, it was the cape, mate. <laughs> you know, I'd have to go pretty damn far to find Qantas's credibility. Oh, there we go. Zing. Well, you know, Grant, uh, we were talking last week about the uh, burgeoning fleet of C-17s here. You know, actually, Vanderhoof, I've got a bone to pick with you while we're on the subject. You yeah. know, You know, David's showing off saying he can go down and see all those C-17s, but that's nothing. You know, I can go 20 minutes from here down the road and see a fleet of two Jabberoos and a Cessna 206. Pow! <laughs> oh, wham! And if you really want to take it, mate, I can go down the road a little bit further to Avalon where I can go and get... Get my photo taken with a Canberra bomber. And note that's Canberra, not Canberra, and definitely not Martin B. 57. Yes, anyway, we digress. We digress. So anyhow, yes. Anyhow, back to the Ma- back to the story. <laughs> Mate, some great news. Just as the RAAF was taking delivery of their fifth C-17, the RAAF decided to show David that they really know what they're on about, and they've gone and placed an order for a sixth C-17. That is awesome. So well, there you go. I tell you what, um, you know, I actually think that the, uh, the airlift uh, side of uh, the Royal Australian Air Force is uh, becoming a regular airline all of its own right, really, isn't it? I mean, they uh, they are very busy, and we know the RAF is a, a small air force by world standards, but, uh, gee, they, they are very, very busy doing uh, all that sort of heavy airlift. Yes, especially for the humanitarian purposes, following earthquakes and tsunamis and everything going on in the area and internationally. But don't forget, mate, during Vietnam, with the Caribous, we were known as Wallaby Airlines because we carried so much so far with so few aircraft. Yeah, so it's really good. So that was, uh, that was announced by the Chief of 
Air Force uh, Air Marshal Jeff Brown, along with uh, Defence Minister Stephen Smith. Hey, mate, do you know the best thing about now that we're going to have six C-17s? What's that, mate? It certainly increases our odds of getting on board for a flight. Oh, absolutely, yes. They're doing it all for playing crazy down under. What a, what a great Air Force they are. Oh, mate, we love our Air Force. Yes, they're wonderful people. On the other side of the equation, let's talk about someone we don't like, Tiger Airways. Oh, go on. We love picking on Tiger Airways. <laughs> but yes, no, Tiger Airways have decided they're going to announce extra Brisbane and Gold Coast flights. Yes, now that CASA have said that they're getting back on deck, Tiger is starting the expansion, all still under the very watchful eye, but they're starting that expansion, more flights on existing routes, and eventually they'll start expanding their number of routes as well. Yeah, I wonder cool. how much further they'll expand that, Green. Yeah, we talk about, every time we talk about Tiger, we talk about uh, you know how they really stretch that fleet of theirs too far and wide. I mean, now they're running coming down the east coast brisbane and the gold coast well um that makes and a lot perth. of sense yeah, well and perth as well so they've got all the capital cities covered by the looks of things and uh, i don't think they should expand any further yeah mate i think uh, tiger really does need to stabilize on these main cities and main routes and uh, make sure that they they're not growing too fast and getting into trouble like they did last time but uh, as ben sandlins has said one of our good friends who comes on the show occasionally if they really want to put a spanner in the works of the airline industry, they want to really focus on the Golden Triangle, which is uh, Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. Of course, Melbourne and the, to Sydney being the sixth most heavily trafficked route in the uh, airline world. And uh, yeah, if they start really cutting the uh, bottom end out of the uh, bus flight that is Melbourne to Sydney, it's about a one hour flight and it's flown very regularly. If they start taking some of the money conscious suits, then um, yeah, it's going to put a real spanner in uh, for Jetstar and Virgin and Qantas. Yeah, you're absolutely right there, uh, Grant. And I tell you what, uh, speaking of things that are going to put uh, more pressure, at least on the competition side of things, it looks like the uh, Virgin Australia and Delta co-chair agreement uh, is a big go and uh, from November. Yeah, that's right. Uh, they're definitely going to use Delta to provide more capacity going across the uh, the Pacific and on into the US via their code sharing. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm not sure how that's going to work out when you've got Virgin passengers coming in. They, they've got the ability to fly on with Delta or, well, they could go to Virgin America. So I'm not sure quite how, how that linkage is going to work between Virgin and Virgin and Virgin and Delta, you know? Yeah, and uh, actually uh, one of the other interesting things I note here, Grant, in this report that we're reading in uh, the Australian Aviation Magazine's uh, website is that Virgin, uh, which currently uses the Tom Bradley Terminal at Los Angeles, will be switching and uh, going into Delta's hub, which uh, is in Terminal 5 there at LAX. So, um, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Well, that's going to make it very interesting because normally they were departing from Terminal 3, which is also used by uh, Alaska Airlines and Virgin America. So that's going to make it harder for people to go from Virgin America to V Australia. Anyway, uh, all this talk of uh, extra flying is good because uh, according to another report that's actually been put out by Boeing in this part of the world, uh, they reckon this region uh, by 2030 will need an additional 13,600 extra airline pilots. <laughs> Good news, Grant. Maybe there's hope for me yet. Well, you never know, although uh, the big question I've got for you is, are you going to need to build hours? How are you going to do that when you've still got to earn an income? Oh, well, I see. I've got that planned out, Grant. Actually, this week, I plan to win the lottery. Ah, you're, take, you're taking a leaf from my book, World Domination Through Lottery Winnings. Absolutely. And uh, boy, I tell you what, um, I've got a good feeling this week. I think, I can, I think I'm going to do it this week. But yeah, in all seriousness, uh, for those who are already out there with their license or for a lot of the kids coming through, it's looking like the boom is going to hit, not just here, but also the whole Asia-Pacific region. And they're actually talking about 400,000 new pilots and technicians in the Asia-Pacific region. Well, Grant, I think that's about everything we've got for uh, this week's Australia Desk. Yeah, no, I mean, short of me sulking a little bit more about place names and so on. But, uh, you know, it's good. I've got my pink glasses on. The world's a better place. Absolutely. Well, I guess we'll be back next week. Coming to you from Australia, Victoria, Melbourne, I'm Steve McHeron. And I'm Grant Fisher. Wait wait a minute. (laughs) We'll see you next week, folks.